Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow up because we stop playing. George Bernard Shaw made that quote. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jack Kalakos, and today's theme is the gift of play. Hey, y'all. I'm Siri Panindra. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are Charity, a top nonprofit, honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you, too, can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. We have launched our Operation Wildfire Disaster Relief Fund and desperately need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. Additionally, our brand new book, Be The Star You Are Millennials to Boomers, which celebrates gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world, is now available at www.cynthiabryan.com slash online dash store, where you can also find two other anthologies that we've published. We also have a special treat for you all to start off the hour. We have our amazing Express Yourself producer, Cynthia Bryan's chapter in our new book for our first segment. Cynthia is the founder of Be The Star You Are and has worked tirelessly with us for almost 20 years with Be The Star You Are to promote literacy and positive message media. She's a gardening, uh, well, she loves gardening, and she's also a very accomplished author, um, empowered architect, and acting coach. We are extremely honored to have her chapter for today's first segment, and without further ado, here she is. (whistles) Sorry, here's her chapter. Um... This is The Gift of Play by Cynthia Bryan. On the morning of July 4th, 2017, America's Independence Day, the Squaw Valley Ski Resort in California was swarming with snow diehards of all ages, skiing and snowboarding down the slopes, some registering more than 80 ski days for the year. By the afternoon, many of these athletes were water skiing or wave surfing on the cold yet beautiful Lake Tahoe. Some were at the links playing nine or more holes. By early evening, it was time for mountain biking or hiking in the forests. Playtime on a perfect day in the perfect playground. Over the years, the role of play for me has evolved and changed numerous times. When I was a child growing up on the ranch, rolling down the hill in a discarded wine barrel was truly a barrel of fun. Driving with my dad in our World War II Willy Jeep was like a thrilling Disneyland ride. Catching pollywogs in the creek, plowing the vineyards on our caterpillar tractor, horseback riding through the orchards, and pretending to be explorers stomping around the dales were major entertainment. Summers camping with the family, cooking over bonfires, and rafting rivers were always eventful. As a teen, dancing, surfing, cheerleading, field sports, 4-H events, and music concerts were added to my definition of play. In my 20s, play escalated to jumping out of airplanes, scuba diving, and snow skiing in Europe, in addition to traveling around the world while experiencing exotic cultures and learning new languages. When I became a parent, playtime involved the kids, teaching them to swim, to skate, ski, surf, sew, snorkel, sing, cook, play ball, and be fearless. Because I always really enjoyed my careers, work often felt like play. I strove to live the adage. 
When you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Acting in TV shows, movies, and commercials, albeit working long hours and often in hostile weather conditions, has always been a joy to me. Writing is a gift that just flows from my fingers, while coaching and mentoring young people have rewarded me immensely. Watching my millennials mature into talented, successful, and caring citizens is one of the greatest gifts. Many have brought me their child, children to coach for acting, writing, speaking, or life challenges. While teaching crucial skills, we always have fun in class. My rules throughout the years have remained consistent. Smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. In other words, play, play, and play some more. Millennials may enjoy many of the activities that I encountered as a boomer, and they added many more to the menu. Playing video games and being active on social media are vital to their daily lives. Many indicate that video games are not just play tools, but are intrinsic to helping them create winning strategies as part of a triumphant team. Social media keeps them in the loop of what's happening next door and around the globe. Play allows us to develop our imagination and discover our strengths. Children who are allowed to play while utilizing their own resources shape healthy bodies, minds, and spirits. Play teaches conflict resolution, instills a sense of self-esteem, helps with communication skills, encourages imagination, and builds up confidence. The benefits are recess are significant. Playing is pleasurable, and who doesn't need more amusing days? Gardening, swimming, reading, mentoring, and adopting abandoned animals have become, stap- or have become staples of my adult playful life. People are always asking me how I can nurture family relationships, maintain a large garden, take care of so many animals, run a top nonprofit charity, and work full-time. Aren't you working too hard? And they must be exhausting are the main comments I get. My answer is simple and always the same. I love what I do. It's all play to me because I'm entertained, educated, relieved of stress, and contributing at the same time. Work and life balance is the hot topic these days, as so many working people burn out after years on a job they hate. One of the traits that I admire most in millennials is their insistence on experiences over stuff, family-first flexibility, and the need for a playful, light-hearted work environment. Unstructured playtime is not only for children. Adults benefit, too. Taking a break from the seriousness of life results in increased productivity, creativity, and even increased intimacy in relationships. Whenever I encounter writer's block, I take a walk in nature, play with my animals, read a book, or read in my garden. Within a short time, the ideas begin to flow effortlessly. Surround yourself with playful individuals who tap into their inner clown. Give yourself permission to invite leisure and purposeless pleasure into your routines. Recreate joyful memories of a magical childhood or invent new expressions of recreation. No matter how old you are, incorporate play as an integral part of your daily life, both at home and at work, and you'll find yourself happier, healthier, and a beacon of positivity. And now we have an exercise called recess. Being earnest and being playful are not antonyms. To be successful, we need both traits. Take a break. It's recess time. Here are a few ways that you can play more and stress less. Number one, engage with children. Experience being alive through their eyes. Pretend games will put a smile on your face. Number two, throw a frisbee to your pooch. Or if you don't have a dog, tag along with a friend on a walk. Animals are filled with love and joy that will most definitely rub off onto you. Draw paint or create stained glass windows. Doing anything artistic counts as play as long as you aren't judging your results. Grab a blanket, put together a basket of gourmet goodies, and bring your main squeeze to a simple sunset banquet at the beach, park, or even on your patio. Number five, read a book, magazine, or newspaper that you've been stacking in the corner. Number six, take a nature bath by walking in the woods. Listen to the sounds of the trees rustling, the birds chirping, and your own footsteps. Breathe in the relaxation. Lastly, triple your pleasure potential. Smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. George Bernard Shaw. Wow, that was a really excellent chapter. Um, I want to thank Cynthia for penning this chapter. And this environment is, I think it's like just a really important thing to touch on. Because playing, uh, you know, overall, I feel like people in general, just kind of think that 
once you reach a certain age, you can't really play anymore. And that, you know, playing is something that only little kids do. You you know, like, um, I guess only little kids can really play and it's kind of immature if an adult plays. But I think it's important to know that playing doesn't mean that you have to be like on a playground or doing something physical, you know, like running around and giggling and laughing. That doesn't, that's not what playing has to mean because I think in this chapter, it kind of shows that playing is more just doing something that you enjoy for fun rather than something that you have to do. And I think that's really important for people to realize to have uh, less stressful lives and be happier people. Definitely. I think people of all ages need playing because in this fast-paced world, we have a lot of stressful situations and tasks we have to accomplish. And playing is really stress-relieving. And you can do anything, go outside, you can talk to some people, you know, communication is always key. And, you know, interacting with people is super important. And playing, I feel, is for anyone and everyone. Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, that something that a lot of people miss is that even playing sports kind of counts as playing in the sense that, you know, not that you're just playing a sport, but you're playing for fun. Because I know a lot of people that do sports, like, yeah, they're at a certain time that you have to attend Uh, You have to attend a practice at this time and you have to do it for this amount of time. But obviously anyone that does sports probably doesn't just do it to go to practice. They do the sport because they like to play. And I I think that's why a lot of people, um, sports can make people happy because it's just doing something that they like to do. Um, And I think that's a really important thing to just kind of keep in the back of your mind is that doing things that you personally like to do is always going to make your life better. Definitely. It's very vital to incorporate playing in your schedule. Even if you don't have time or you're packed full for the day, you know, you can combine playing with exercise. And um, one of my previous segments was meditation. That's really stress relieving. And playing in the nature with your dog, like Cynthia said. And honestly, you have to make time for this because you're going to have a great time playing in your stressful life. Yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, you can really fully enjoy your life if you're only working and never having any fun time to yourself or any time to play. And I'm, I'm really glad that Cynthia wrote a chapter on that because I think it's just such an overlooked but important topic that you know everyone can play and it's not just little kids. But unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for this segment so, listeners, please be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so make sure that you check out www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Jack Palakos. And I'm Siri Panindra. Watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. In addition, Cynthia Bryan has just authored a brand new book, Growing With The Goddess Gardener. It's now available at CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store with 25% of proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. At the same time, at the same site, you can purchase the anthology Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, which this chapter is from. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our show on the gift of playing. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at be the star you are radio.com. 
live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our show. I'm Jack Palacos, and this is Express Yourself Teen Radio, with today's theme celebrating the gift of play. I'm Siri Panindra, and for our next segment, my wonderful co-host Jack Palacos will be reporting for us and sharing what are the trendiest things going on in involving playing. Hi, I'm Jack Palacos, and this is my segment, Trends Without Ends, and I'm really excited to be back on today. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the current trends in play. Did you know that there's actually study, there's actual studies that focus solely on play? When people think of the word play, it generally conjures up memories of being a little kid, you know, playing dodgeball or kickball games at recess or running around on the playground, jumping on monkey bars or swinging, um, you know, aimlessly and just joyously living in the moment and having fun. But I bet you probably didn't realize that the time that you spent playing was actually teaching yourself some pretty valuable life skills, even at such a young age. And you may be interested to learn that the studies completed by the toy associations reveals that kids who play make-believe games are better able to self-regulate their emotions, develop a problem-solving approach to learning, have better language abilities, and much more. Role play, dressing up, using playground equipment, arts and crafts, and food play activities, all were valuable experiences that you didn't even know were that valuable. All you knew is that you were just having fun. So you're probably thinking, how was I building skills while I was just playing? Well, studies have actually been done on play, and the research shows that there are six skills acquired as the result of play. So these are the, or the first skill is physical skills. Active playing obviously would contribute to physical development because if you're, you know, you're running around or you're climbing on monkey bars, you're getting better cardio, you're getting better coordination and balance, and you're, you know, getting stronger depending on what uh, activity you were doing. And yeah, so overall, you're just getting better physical health. Um, the second benefit is that emotional skills are created. Because through play, kids learn to cope with their emotions as they act out of fear or frustration and anger and aggression, aggression depending on a situation that they're acting in. You know, if they're maybe playing like a war game or something, the antagonist might act angry and, you know, really aggressive. And then the kid who's the victim in the uh, fake scenario would pretend like he's really scared or upset or frustrated. And then... Um, you know, that happens a lot in, like, board games, too, when kids, you know, they have to learn how to cope with their frustration because I'm sure everyone experienced the same frustration if they're playing, like, um, sorry, and then they're really close to getting home, and then their friend gets the sorry card, and they have to go all the way back. So that, you know, it helps develop those types of skills. And then the third on the list is social skills. And this one's kind of self-explanatory because, um, you know, if you're playing on a playground, with other kids, you obviously have to learn how to communicate with the other kids so that, you know, they like you too and want to play with you. So playing helps a lot with social skills. And then the fourth skill that you get is actually a cognitive skill, which is kind of surprising because jumping off swings and playing on monkey bars, although it doesn't seem very complicated, at a young age, it actually works to stimulate brain patterns, like judging physical space and sensing sounds and other people around you and it gives you it kind of helps develop judgment um so that you know um you know from a young age oh i can't jump off of these this high of a monkey bar because i'll hurt myself 
because that is something that a lot of that is instinctual, but some of it does have to be developed. And the fifth on the list is that you actually develop a creative skill because, um, you know, if you're making up a game with um, your friends or something, then, you know, if you're playing with your friends, then you're kind of doing whatever scenario that you want. You might be playing as zombies or you might have a scenario in the Wild West or just any number of scenarios. And then obviously that kind of helps to make people more creative because they have to think of these scenarios and really think of what would happen next and how it would happen. And even though the kids are just having fun in games, it really does help to kind of help them become more creative. And then the final skill um, is communication skills. And this is kind of similar to social skills, but communication is more um, communication versus social is more being able to tell like your feelings uh, to another kid. You know, if they're playing and then they're taking something too far and you don't like it, commute you you know communication skills are having the ability to actually get your message across to kids directly rather than social skills, which is kind of just being able to be in a social environment and not. Um, feel like really awkward or crack under pressure. Yeah, definitely. And as teens, or for me, I don't play much anymore. And do you have any other interesting examples of playing that teens might do in their um, busy life? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Like we just had read in Cynthia's chapter, obviously, if you have a dog or even or a cat or pretty much any pet, spending time with an animal is a great way to just play as a teenager because I feel like no matter what age you are, you can't really outgrow throwing a tennis ball to a dog and then the dog comes back and the dog's wagging its tail because, you know, animals just make people so happy and I don't really think you can outgrow that. And then for a lot of teens as well, video games are a huge part of playing um, because a lot of, you know, a lot of teens like to play video games with their friends because it still surprisingly has all the same social aspects of, like a playground because you get the same social and uh, communicative skills that you would get, you know, because you're talking to people online versus in real life and you're getting the same uh, like creativeness to solve problems. I mean, I guess you're not really getting that great of physical benefits, but, you know, you still are developing a lot of good things from playing video games as long as you don't play excessive amounts. And I think, you know, playing with animals or video games is great ways that teenagers still play. Definitely. I feel um, there's a pattern in the examples you gave, and that's all about the social component of, you know, interacting with other people or even other animals. And honestly, I always wanted a dog. And maybe I can tell my parents that, you know, it helps stimulate uh, brain change. (laughs) And (laughs) hopefully it'll go well. But all right, my um, next question for you. With teens so busy these days with homework and exams and college admission, um, how are other ways... Um, what are some other ways that play can be squeezed into a schedule? Well, um, so this one kind of might be kind of hard for a lot of people to maybe agree with this, but depending on what type of project a teacher gives you, I know a lot of people enjoy art a lot and, you know, people like to paint in their free time. And I think one way that uh, some some students actually use this technique is if they have some sort of project assigned by a teacher, they kind of make that into their playtime. Uh, like if they have to do something artistic, then some kids like really enjoy drawing and then they put a lot of effort into a poster, not because they, they're freaking out about getting a really good grade, but because they really like to draw and they're using it as an opportunity to you know, use their artistic skills. But, you know, if that's not you as a person, because I know, at least for me, I I really can't picture projects for school as something I want to play with. Um, I think that, you know, art in general is a great way that people can still play, even if they're busy. Because rather, you don't have to draw some, uh, you know, amazing, super detailed picture. Because you can just, a lot of, you know, even if you're not artistic, you can still draw a little sketch of something or just just draw an outline of something, coloring, blank coloring books, or just anything artistic is some, you know, something that doesn't require much time if you don't want it to, but, you know, it's really relaxing for a lot of people. 
I agree. And um, I feel art helps express people and express yourself. And the other day I drew this self-portrait and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> wow, it was really fun and stress relieving. And I'm not that good at art, but <laughs> it felt good to draw it. And I think schools are also implementing a lot of electives. And as far as um, I know, um, the electives are really fun. And I'm taking an art course um, as an elective. And that's also really stress relieving. So if your school has electives, um, then you should definitely pick something that you're interested in and that can help you save um, stress from your other classes. And... So this is kind of personal, but what's your favorite play you remember from when you were young that you would do now to relive the experience? Um, okay, I think off the top of my head, um, some of my best or my most favorite memories of playing, I guess, is I really liked using slip and slides in the summer with my friends or my brothers. I think that like that was just a great memory. Slip and slides were fun, but I think um, you know, a little bit too big for them now and i don't think they would really support a teenager as well as they would uh like a you know elementary school kid and i loved trampolines when i was younger and i still do like trampolines um i think they're pretty fun and i one of my favorite play times as a kid was playing with my dog and i mean i still play with my dog all the time so i guess that one doesn't really count because i never <laughs> i never stopped playing with my dog you know, he's my dog, so I'm always going to play with him. But I think those are, like, the top play times that I had when I was a kid. And, I, yeah, I think it was just a great experience that I had overall. Um, and, yeah, truly, childhood playing shapes our future. And I still, you know, draw a lot and, you know, go to the park um, with my sister. And so do you have any other activities that any person of any age can do today? Oh, yeah, of course. Um so there's a lot of universal playtime activities, I guess I'd call them, that um, it sounds weird, but I, I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's just things that are fit, like fun for the whole family, like going to an amusement park, going to a carnival, playing ping pong with the family, going bowling, um, playing board games, because I know, you know whole families play board games, playing any sort of type of cards like Uno. I know, like, you can't, a lot of people, you know, a lot of adults play Uno with their kids and, like, teenagers, because it's just a game that doesn't really target an age group. It's just fun for the family. So I think any type of game that just has a universal effect on all of the players, not and it doesn't target an age, just any sort of that activity is just a perfect way to play uh, no matter what age you are. Yeah, and I actually take psychology um, as one of my other electives um, in the 11th grade. And there are a lot of effects. And um, I learned about how our motor skills are developed and they mature because of playing. And actually, you know, playing actually stimulates brain change. And of all advantages of playing, um, which you mentioned, physical, emotional, social, and so on, what do you personally feel is the most important for a teen? Oh, um, I think that, pro okay, so probably the most important, oh, that, okay, that's kind of tough. Um, I think, honestly, the most important for a teenager is probably developing both emotional and social skills. Um, just because uh, as a teenager, you're already growing, so pretty much as long as you're kind of staying healthy, uh, you're still, you know, you're going to have good physical health. And, but I really think as a teenager, it's really crucial that, um, that at least for most teenagers, they feel that it's really important to be socially accepted. And I think that it's important to be social so that you don't feel like an outcast or you feel really lonely because a lot of people that feel lonely, I feel like could, you know, they would feel a lot more social if they kind of put themselves out there, out there and talk to more people and then I also think that it's really important to develop on a mo on an emotional level because uh, you know you need to develop certain emotions throughout your life like do you like you know compassion or um, emo you know having a good sense of humor or being able to you know feel ex feel and experience love for people 
uh, just because I, I just feel like that's more important than physical development because that kind of happens naturally. But it's really important that you learn how to interact with other people and, you know, have normal feelings and are able to feel compassion towards other people and just in general and it's a good skill to have in life yes yes I agree emotional and social components I also agree with you and I all the time um, I play activities with my friends and I feel it develops my social and emotional skills that I can apply every day Um, like when talking to a teacher um, you know social skills are important And it's overall really vital for our communication. And that was a fascinating conversation, Jack. And I want to thank you for coming on the segment today um, to discuss exciting new trends in play. Unfortunately, we are out of time in this segment, but we have more to share with you about playing and we'll be reading a chapter from the first book in the series, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference by Cynthia Bryan. I'm Siri Paninja. And I'm Jack Polakos. Visit www.bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. Visit www.bethestarur.org slash events, where you can also find out more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity as a part of our charity. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio, and please make sure to keep listening as we continue our enlightening reading from chapters in our new book, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. Show the world your smile, be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our inspirational and uplifting show. Today, we are at Express Yourself Teen Radio and are enjoying learning about the gift of play. My name is Siri Panindra. And I'm Jack Palacos. We're excited to read a chapter from Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference by Cynthia Bryan. Cynthia Bryan is a New York Times bestselling author of several books, TV slash radio personality and producer, lecturer, and enrichment coach specializing in acting, media, writing, speaking, and life success. She also was the founder and executive director of Be The Star You Are, empowering women, families, and and youth through increased literacy, improved positive message media, and skills for living. And we're now on to Cynthia's chapter, The Gift of Playfulness. We lived out in the country on a big ranch with lots of rolling hills, vineyards, trails, creeks, and rattlesnakes. My mother's flower gardens were a wonder to behold. My dad's domain was 366 acres of farmland. My mom had two acres of color, azaleas, roses, wisteria, bougainvillea, you name it, my mother grew it. 
The one-room schoolhouse in our area covered grades 1 through 8, so my parents decided to enroll us in the newly built Parochial School in town. The teachers were all young sisters of the Holy Faith Order who had just arrived from Ireland. One day, Mother Superior asked our parents if she could bring the sisters to our ranch to stroll the gardens, smell the roses, and get some fresh air. They miss the gardens and countryside of Ireland so much, she said, and it sounds like your ranch is a Californian paradise. This will be their playtime. It would be our honor, responded my dad. Just watch out for the rattlers. Mother Superior misunderstood, thinking Dad had said antlers, as in deer. How could she know what a rattler was? There are no snakes in Ireland. She had one request, that no one from the pair should ever know about their visits. In those days, nuns were not allowed to socialize or eat with non-clergy. We were all sworn to secrecy. Soon, the nuns were making regular visits to the colorful and restful gardens around our home and walking in the hills and vineyards of our ranch. They would hike their skirts, tying them in the back, and frolic like young girls. They adored the ranch and especially Mom's beautiful flower patches. My mom joked with them that it was the fairies who tended her gardens. We picked magnificent smelling bouquets and brought them to the sisters at school. Our sisters told sisters in other convents of the great peaceful walks on the Aberzini Ranch and the glorious gardens, which were tended by the fairies. Some of these sisters taught my cousins in other parishes. Before long, we had three different orders of Irish nuns from three different counties enjoying our property. My uncles, aunts, and cousins were also sworn to secrecy. It was time to organize a play day for our holy friends, and we affectionately nicknamed it the Nuns' Picnic. For months, we planned the event. We decorated our hot rod, a, 19, a 1930 Model A Ford with a chopped-off roof, to give the nuns rides through the vineyards and to teach them how to drive. My cousin, Linda Sue, and I produced the entertainment. Dad built us a stage for our performance by the creek under the shade of several walnut trees near the food tables. He also leveled a field so we could play the American game of baseball. Mom, Annie Byrne, and Auntie, Ju- and Auntie June prepared an Italian menu featuring fresh ingredients from their gardens, while Dad, Uncle Joe, and Uncle Frank barbecued steaks and burgers. The big day arrived. Over 125 nuns came to the ranch for a homegrown feast. Entertainment, baseball games, sack races, and wild rides in her hot rod and the Villy Jeep. All my cousins dressed as their favorite nun or priest in honor of our guests. Late that afternoon, it was time for the kids' performance. Our special presentation was a skit of the old camp song, You Can't Get to Heaven. We wanted some religion in our act. Remember, I was planning to be a nun. We were halfway through the song and dance when I glanced down at the stage. To my horror, a huge rattlesnake was coiled, ready to strike my year-old baby brother. With the calm that only a child director can possess, I sidled over to the edge of the stage and whispered to my dad that we had a problem. As if he were part of the act, he grabbed the oar that was part of our next scene and climbed on stage. As we kids sang, oh, you can't get to heaven in a rowing boat, because the rowing boat, it just won't float. My dad, with a grin on his face, was using the oar to kill the rattlesnake. Of course, the Irish nuns from Snakeless Ireland were electrified. They saw my dad as the star of the finale and went wild with clapping, whooping, and hollering. As we took our bows, dad held up the four-foot rattlesnake, draped over the oar, and playfully asked, My dear sisters, where is St. Patrick when we need him most? The Irish nun picnics picnics continued for over 25 years, and never once did anyone from our family people word about the sisters' playdays. Those times of laughter, food, fun, and frolic were one of the highlights of her childhood and anticipated respite for the nuns. Now 40 years have gone by. My dad and Uncle Joe have died. The baseball field has become a vineyard. The sisters no longer were habits, and the veil of secrecy has been lifted. In fact, it was the nuns themselves who decided to let the snake out of the bag. I will never forget the playfulness of the nuns' picnics. It was a day to feel young, carefree, boisterous, and wild. We laughed at the way the nuns drove our hot rod and marveled at their baseball prowess. The walks through the hills were sacred times of discovery and games of hide-and-seek, tag, and king of the mountain. We were all playful. As I've grown older, I've learned the necessity of playtime. I play working in my garden or going for walks or just sitting with the kids telling family stories. We may dress up in costumes, singing at the top of our lungs, or pretend to be wild animals. Playing is like praying. 
Both enhance the mind, body, and spirit and make us feel better. When we lose our sense of play, we lose our childlike qualities. Take time to add playfulness to your busy agenda and watch how much your productivity will soar as you're rejuvenated. Lie on the floor face down and do a standard push-up. When you're fully raised, think of yourself as a slithering, slimy snake. Hiss and wiggle on the way down. Do this as many times as you wish while you get in touch with yourself on a primal level. Now, imagine that you're a snake pretending to be a person. Isn't that a wild thought? Laugh at yourself. Roll over, extend your arms, put a big smile on your face and yell, I love to play. Say this three times and follow it up with a belly laugh. Don't you feel better after playing? Your to-do list for today. Laugh, pray and play. Wow. Um, I definitely would much rather do that to-do list than the homework that I actually have planned after this. But <laughs> I'll definitely make sure to squeeze that in somehow. And I definitely... Uh, really do think that playing is just such an important part in everybody's lives because if it you know if it can just playing in a farm can bring together over 130 nuns and like a whole family for you know just this gigantic barbecue with all these festivities you know playing clearly isn't just something that is meant for little kids if it can have that big of an impact on such a large amount of people. Yes, and Cynthia, that sounds like a family reunion, and it sounded like a lot of fun, and I haven't had um, any reunion yet, and that would um, be super fun for me. Yeah, family reunions are definitely a great way that, you know, to get every uh, person of every age to play, you know, because it just brings everyone together, and everyone's having such a good time, and they're playing, and then people just kind of forget about their age, and that I think that was just like such a great chapter But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. So to learn more about Cynthia Bryan and her book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, go to www.cynthiabryan.com. You can also check out www.cynthiabryan.com slash online dash store. And yeah, there's just more information on that site as well. So stick around to hear World Watch on Express Yourself. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Siri Panindra. Visit www.bethestarur.org and expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about your Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. This has been another great segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio. Make sure to keep listening as we continue our discussion on the wonderful gift of play with Jovan Hundle. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring show. My name is Jack Palacos, and now we will be continuing our theme highlighting the gifts of play. And I'm Siri Panindra. For this segment, we are excited to be hearing from one of our great reporters, Jovan Hundle. Take it away, Jovan. Hey all, thanks Siri and Jack. Uh, glad to be back with World Watch for today's theme of the gift of play. Now, for this segment, I decided to take this theme in the direction of, you know, general recreation or even just entertainment, um, any, any sort of entertainment, sorry. Uh, we all have, you know, our fast-paced lives and busy days, but it's important to find a place to squeeze in something during your day that's there just for the sake of pure enjoyment. The old saying goes, all work and no play makes Jack a very dull boy, and I think that could definitely ring true for people who don't take the time to just flat out have fun sometimes. Now, choosing to take some time off to have fun goes a long way in knowing yourself, I think. Not only does it require you to know what you most like to do on a shoestring time budget, but it also helps you know your own limits. A common problem these days seems to be that people just burn out. Whether it's, you know, a midlife crisis or another person suffering a bout of teenage depression, which is unfortunately a growing trend, it's clear that people need to start making time for themselves. Though these conditions aren't all necessarily related to a lack of play, it can be a welcome catalyst for positive, meaningful self-help. I also think it's important that you know for yourself your favorite activities. Is it playing a sport, going out with friends, cooking, reading, biking? If you have a clear sense of who you are as a person and what you like to do best during times when you have that discretion, it will prove to be a huge help in situations where you might really do feel burned out and you kind of need those um, extra minutes. It could just be a 10-minute you know, thing here and there, or even if you have the time, a little longer than that. And additionally, I think there's something to be said about hobbies slash recreations or play for teenagers specifically. You know, at the tender age of 17, we're sometimes forced into a career path that we may very well have to follow for our entire life. And, you know, this is a very, very weighty decision for someone that young to have to make. So when we are faced with that decision, it is important that we have as best a handle as possible on who we are as a person. Now, this could start with seeing if your hobbies or favorite activities develop into passions over time. This occurring obviously isn't, you know, a flat guarantee, but if you look at what you enjoy doing on a regular basis and can think of a way to maybe incorporate that or something similar into your future career, there's a much higher chance you'll be happy with where you end up in life. And even if your favorite ways to quote-unquote play aren't in sync with any viable career option, which is probably totally normal, looking at the patterns and trends between your hobbies can still go a long way. Do you like being active? Do you like absorbing new information? All these kinds of things may seem obvious or even unhelpful, but they actually constitute another great way to learn about yourself and help steer yourself in the right direction that you don't end up unhappy with your choices later on. Anyway, a lot of this segment is inspired by the upcoming college application season that myself and other high school seniors now find themselves in. So many of the essays you have to write ask you to conjecture about yourself, talk about your history and things you like to do, what you're passionate about, all that kind of stuff. And so if you're able to look at look back and see, okay, so throughout my life, I really like to do these sorts of things. I like this set of activities, whatever you Uh, you have, then it's important to start the process of knowing various trends about yourself in advance. So then when it comes to writing those college essays, when it comes to having a college interview, or when it comes to just being able to know yourself and um, be able to learn a little bit more about yourself, play slash recreation is a great way to start. Yeah, that's very true. And it's really important that you enjoy yourself and not be stressed all the time. And that leads me to my next question. How helpful is it to know a lot about who you are as a person? Yeah, great question. So besides the, you know, like, I guess, practical aspects that I've been talking about um, with myself and other seniors and college applications, it's also just important because if you do find yourself in these situations where you are burned out, if you do, you know, end up having depression or some sort of mental illness, if you end up having, I guess how I talked about earlier, even with like a midlife crisis, all these sorts of things, the way that a lot of people seem to be able to pull through these things and get out of these sorts of slums is by just kind of knowing yourself. And so play, recreation, hobbies, you know, that's one big part of that. It's by no means the only part of that. But, you know, again, it's a welcome catalyst to be able to um, kind of pull yourself out of that funk. Yeah, definitely. 
and I just want to say that uh, <laughs> I I really enjoyed like listening to this segment, and I've been enjoying discussing you know the gift of play all day, and I <laughs> I think it's kind of cool how we've been hosting together for so long, and I think you've interviewed me, but. I've never been on the end where I'm asking you questions. <laughs> and so I was just kind of wondering for my first question, um, like what are some of your favorite activities that you like to do when you play? Yeah, so um, a lot of it's kind of dependent on, you know, maybe what like mood I'm in. So I might want to watch TV, watch movies, maybe go hang out with some friends. Um, when I was younger, I used to love, love reading, but now... Um, you know, I don't necessarily have time to read that much anymore. Um, but yeah, so a lot of it's dependent on my mood, but, you know, I like reading, swimming, biking during the right seasons, of course. Yeah. And yeah, that sort of thing. And what advice do you have for people regarding college apps? And I'm currently a junior right now, and um, I'm soon yet to be writing my essays and statements and college admission officers always say to put yourself on paper. And so what advice do you have for um, seniors? Yeah, so great question. That's a, uh, you know, there, I could talk about this for hours even, and I'm definitely not an expert myself. Um, so one thing that's important is it's sort of related to how I was talking a little bit before in the fields of like play, recreation, hobbies, passion specifically. But you want to be able to, decipher these sort and identify first of course these sorts of trends about yourself so it could be something as straightforward as yeah I like to be active but it could be a lot more even nuanced and it's something about um the way you approach various activities or tasks when confronted with them head-on so it can take a lot of different shapes but what something that you definitely want to start being able to do is look over you know your academic history look over your recreational history look over just kind of any memories you can remember and try and find these same trends between them because these trends are what these admissions officers are looking for when you're writing your essays they want to see um, what you were always like and how that developed and how it's progressed with the shapes it's taken now. And so I think being able to find these trends about yourself is a huge um, understated part of college applications and essays. Yeah, fortunately for me, I'm only a sophomore, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> college apps quite yet. But that is actually like kind of just around the corner next year. So I'm definitely going to keep all of that advice in mind for when I actually start applying for college and I have to write these essays because um, I, yeah, I definitely think it it'll be helpful if I'm able to kind of look back on um, some good memories and my strengths and hobbies and just, you know, stuff that I like to do so that I can write a good essay for my college apps. And thanks so much for appearing with us today, Hoven. Um, we always love hearing about your interesting news on World Watch. And with that, however, it's, Time, it's sadly time to say farewell. So we're going to give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, uh, at Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. And thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Jack Palacos. And I'm Siri Panindra. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more information on our creative community, charity efforts, and our outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be playful, be positive, be generous, and be here. Speak out, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you will let yourself go.